Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you what WWE management really thought about AEW blood and guts. The real reason Alistair Black's segment was cut from last week's SmackDown. Going to tell you why Randy Orton used to hate Riddle in WWE. And Matt Hardy shoots on an anti-AEW dumbass. <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn. <laughs> now, Mandy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about WWE management's take on AEW blood and guts. Yeah, they didn't like it. Um, <laughs> got a report here from uh, PW Insider's Dave Shearer saying that one member of WWE management claimed that AEW blood and guts, and I quote, set the business back 30 years. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, however, for this member of WWE management, the uh, opinion wasn't exactly shared by multiple wrestlers, uh, one of whom said that they would love to do something like that themselves. So Dave Meltzer commented on the situation on his Figure Four Online message board, uh, saying that this take is consistent with Vince McMahon. Of course it's consistent with Vince McMahon. Uh, although we don't have confirmation that Vince was the one who said it, you know, said it back 30 years. Um, but he also noted that several high-ranking WWE officials shared this view, but at least one of them had a dissenting opinion and maybe liked it. Um, interesting story to come out today, particularly when you consider that the Blood and Guts match was named when Vincent Mann dropped that comment on uh, July 2019 during the Q2 2019 earnings call when he said the following... But at the same time, we're not going to go back to the Attitude Era. We're not going to go and do blood and guts and things of that nature, such as being done on perhaps a new potential competitor. We're just not going to go back to that gory crap <laughs> that we graduated from. So uh, this week, of course, the Pinnacle defeated the Inner Circle in the first blood and guts match. Jericho went off the top. Everyone was bloodied up. A bunch of people had some knocks and some people were banged up few hard way shots uh it took a heavy physical toll it's fair to say on its performers uh it goes back to the roots of war games the first match of which went down in 1987 and you know the take from the executives is at least consistent with wwe's take on war games it's a bit more of a spot match uh you know there are lots of crazy stunts and everything else but there's not a lot of blood in those matches the AEW one was a bit more traditional in that regard it was a bloodbath at times more built around hatred and heatedness and everything else. 
But uh, yeah, man, it's just kind of funny. Setting the industry back 30 years on the week when AEW just finished number one on cable on the night for the first time in its history. I'm not sure about the timing of that one, lads. But um, yeah, I'm not surprised that the PG wrestling company didn't like Blood and Guts. Yes, sorry, just going to get my focus here. I did theatre and performance to visit university, so I'm just going to really get in the zone. Oh, wow. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, no way. <laughs> Management didn't like it, but wrestlers did. Wow. That's so out of the blue for me. Of course. Of course. And like you said, Andy, we don't know if it's specifically Vince McMahon. If it isn't Vince McMahon, it's one of his kiss asses just parroting some of his views, basically. Look, like you say, sit down, get them to take their WWE hat off and ask anyone on that roster and they would have killed to be in that match. Um, like you say... No surprises here. I'm intrigued to talk more about this hopefully later on today with one of the Dadleys on a podcast because I, I, I do want to see if the general consensus is that WWE or management at least are kind of living in the past with not just this and the way they perceive some of the stuff that AEW does, but just with their practices and stuff like that. It just We always talk about the fact that it's just, it doesn't seem to have changed. It's this ongoing churn and that's arguably why people get so frustrated with Monday Night Raw because they say, oh, you're the authority now and we're going to change and nothing really changes. Also, do you want to give a quick uh, nod to Andy Murray who tweeted a piss take blood and guts tweet at WWE when I think Shayna Baszler <laughs> bit Becky Lynch's neck as yeah. obviously an homage to, oh, AEW blood and guts and stuff. WWE featured it on their television, didn't they, Andy? Yeah, they did. They did. I, I tweeted that as like a little joke after the Vince McMahon comment. I uh, got a DM from USA Network saying, hey, can we put this on TV? I said, <laughs> yes, of course you can. Uh, and they did. They put it on TV the next Amazing. week. So uh, crazy situation. But yeah, uh, there we are. Blood and Guts. They didn't like it. I thought it was pretty good. Not perfect, but pretty good. Did you like it? Let us know in the comments section below. And we'll continue on uh, with the real reason that Alistair Black segment. We've been seeing a lot of them recently. The Tales of the Dark Father. Missy says it looks like something out of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. But it's been, you know, more of his history of like, the kids didn't understand me and that's where I went to. <laughs> I don't really know what it is. But according to uh, <laughs> PW Insiders, Mike Johnson, this was purely pulled last week because of time constraints on the show. We previously reported uh, that Mia Yim, a.k.a. Reckoning, we'll not use that name anymore, Re- Mia yeah. Yim, uh, her That's debut was that. also uh, pulled due to time constraints. That one reported by Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer. Uh, yeah, it's a bit all over the place, this, isn't it, really? If only they had a week to prepare for this show and time it out, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it sucks for Alistair Black because he's back on TV and he's doing this Tales of the yeah. Dark Father uh, gimmick and, you know, his streak of consecutive Smackdowns has now been broken, but it's probably not the end of the world. Uh, looking forward to him getting back in the ring uh, above all else at the moment, yes. I think. Uh, new character or otherwise. Uh, just want to see the guy kicking people's heads off again. So. Early contender Andy for Money in the Bank? I would not bet against him, put it that way. I would not bet against him, unless Shane McMahon's there, because, <laughs> I, I don't know, best in the world or something. Uh, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, he and Matt Riddle, they're teaming oh. on Raw. RK Bro, everyone's into RK Bro. Great chemistry, those guys have. Uh, but that wasn't necessarily always the case. Randy Orton was actually on Kurt Angle's podcast, The Kurt Angle Show, and he talked about the situation, recalling the first time he met Riddle, He didn't like the guy. Um, So it was a situation. They were in Miami. 
sharing the locker room. NXT people were in the main roster locker room. It was crowded. Uh, he saw Matt Riddle in the corridor and he said, there he is, there he is, you know, trying to like, expecting Matt Riddle to come up to him and go, hey, I'm, I'm Matt, nice to meet you, Randy Orton. Instead, uh, with his like bloodshot eyes, as Randy says here, he just kind of blew him off. He looked at him and then went on his way. And uh, Randy didn't like that. He said, for a while, I didn't like Riddle. He took that as a lack of respect, saying that, look, we got to trust each other in that ring. I'm putting my life in your hands if we perform and everything else. This is out of line, Riddle, you silly sausage. Um, but he has since turned that around. Once he started sharing a locker room with Riddle on Raw, I'll just read out this, this whole quote because it sums up what Randy Orton thinks of Riddle now. I love the guy now. I've been in the locker room with him for about a year. I was there a couple of weeks ago when he forgot his verbiage live on Raw and scooted off on a scooter when he was doing his thing with Asuka in the back. That was some of the best I've ever seen. His backstage <laughs> character, everything's cool, and the rambling nature of his promos, that works. In the ring, he goes. He reminds me of you you being Kurt Angle. Uh, the dude can do it all and he busts his ass in the ring. Some of the matches he's had with Sheamus, it's not the style of match I like to have, um, but the Riddle-Sheamus matches have been amazing. I think he's gonna do quite well. That's an <laughs> interesting summary. Yeah, he's, he's gonna do quite well um, after the glowing <laughs> praise there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally turned around. It sounds like those awkward backstage segments they do on Raw, like deliberately awkward, are maybe built on how they would have interacted at the start. Yeah. And, um, they do have something in this act, this act has connected with a lot of people. Uh, I can't find one person who's looking at these performances and going, hey, this really sucks. Why are they doing this? Um, so they've, they've, they've stumbled on something for sure, WWE have. And it sounds like these guys have good chemistry now. So that's yeah. it. WWE very self-aware of it all. Obviously, Corey Graves just going, when are they going to turn on each other? Blatantly going <laughs> to happen. But I have to say, I yeah. think RK Bro are one of the best, if not the best thing about Monday Night Raw right now. I love their interactions and the work in the ring. Um, I just, I'm not going to say anything else other than, I wonder what would cause Matt Riddle to not want to interact with someone when he's definitely not working a night, but just happens to be hanging around the locker room and has bloodshot eyes. I don't know, thoughts in the comments. <laughs> uh, right, let's conclude by uh, reminding everyone, be careful when you at wrestlers, because they could come for you and body you on Twitter. Uh, basically, obviously last week, as we mentioned, AEW got number one on the uh, ratings, etc., etc., and they were boasting about it, and all the wrestlers were happy about it as well. Uh, and someone thought it was a good idea to respond to Matt Hardy, uh, saying, teleportation, ridiculous promos on drones, morphing, changing clothes, ice machines, it's silly and stupid, which... You're all entitled to your oh, opinions, man. but Matt Hardy is also entitled to fire back at you. And that's exactly what he did yesterday, tweeting, People love AEW, dumbass. <laughs> AEW Dynamite was the number one TV show on cable this week. I know you see anon bootlickers. Very nice, that. Very After nice, follow yeah. archaic beliefs and spew these things, which happened over a year ago. But AEW is here to stay. Let a friend know via telegram or rotary phone. Don't dis rotary phones. I've got one of them. Uh, and spread the word it's missing. She likes that sort of old school stuff. That's a great tweet from Matt Hardy, who's holding his ground. I know he's had a good bit of back and forth with Jim Cornette. And, you know, I think it's fair enough. If you want to, you know, subscribe to, to Cornette's point of view, obviously AEW is not going to be, be for you. But for the people who do like it, it's clearly uh, it's very successful. And the wrestlers are enjoying working there. It's an interesting back and forth, as always, this discussion. Andy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it... The timing of this criticism of Matt Hardy is just so weird, though. It's like, yeah, yeah, maybe don't raise this point on the week when the show has just been number one on cable for the first time. One of the most successful weeks in the company's history. Don't, that's not well timed, my guy. And also, on top of this, teleportation drones. Matt Hardy hasn't done that stuff in like a year. Yeah. 
What are we doing here? Come on. It's like you're not even watching the show if you're making complaints like that because it doesn't happen anymore. Uh, Matt Hardy's playing a more serious character as a leader of the Hardy family office yeah. with Private Party and, of course, my boys, the Butcher and the Blade. So, well, you know, if you're going to criticize something, do it sensibly and do it in good faith. If you don't do it sensibly and you don't do it in good faith on Twitter, you deserve to be bodied by Matt Hardy. So, <laughs> yeah, there we are. That's that's what it is. Absolutely. Right. Speaking of Twitter, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, we want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Matt Pancakes, who says, I know it's a long shot, long shot, but what if Daniel Bryan faked the whole I want to retire thing <laughs> and showed up at another company? He said he was unhappy in WWE. Do you think he used the I want to spend time as a dad as a cover-up to leave WWE into the forbidden door, for example, Andy? What I know you've got a, a theory about this. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance, 100%. When I say stuff like I expect him to end up back in WWE doing something, it doesn't mean that I am 100% certain that's yeah. going to happen. I definitely think there's a chance that the scenario that you're talking about here might be the case. He might be doing a Brian Pillman. Uh, I'm going to let my contract elapse, release me, let me go, it's fine, we're going to nego negotiate all this stuff with the hopes of like, you know, getting a better money deal from the other side, working these two parties against each other. Uh strong chance that that's the case um and i think he's gonna go for whatever he feels suits his lifestyle best uh we will see how all that pans out i don't think it's a strictly money decision for daniel bryan the guy's a millionaire right he's not struggling for coinage um but we'll see how it pans out it's going to be a very interesting story to follow put it that way yeah go and do some more dolphin stuff with Paul London and PWG because yes. there's a big buzz about all that if it's asking me but I, 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 I'm inclined to agree with everything you've just said Andy uh, right second question today comes from Matt Ryan aka Aussie Dead on Twitter who says as it's William Regal's birthday happy birthday Mr Regal by the way I could literally listen to you read the phone book uh, what are your favourite matches or moments you fondly look back on oh man I love William Regal he's yeah. uh, one of my favorite wrestlers when he was active and now i like going back and watching the stuff i have some very fond memories of his particularly like brutal work oh, with uh, with finley in wcw but for me man i always go back to his late career stuff in nxt mm. and fcw when he had these just one-off matches with like uh dean ambrose uh with cassius ono and particularly with cesaro that match absolutely rules he cuts an all-time great promo before it mm. as well uh, also you know the the promo the classic promo from Raw where he's confronting Triple H about uh, about Eugene that's really good stuff as well so yeah man those are my favourite Regal memories uh, love the guy yeah absolutely uh, obviously got to mention the Duchess of Queensbury rules match and Jericho pissing in his tea and him shouting <laughs> you manga and war games all that good stuff I think he's a phenomenal GM and oh what might have been with that King of the Ring win that'll always yeah, be a, a question mark for me um and I also want to give a nod to that time in WCW where I think he basically recited a segment from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels as a promo, which was very enjoyable. Uh, final question today comes from Dell on Twitter, who says, with AEW doing such, so, such good with their storylines and match bookings, my question is, <laughs> how long did it get a take for Vince Russo to mess it all up and have a something or someone on a pole match, Andy Murray? I think he would do it within the first month, man. <laughs> like, he can't help himself. He can't help himself, the guy, can he? Uh, remember that time Vince Russo cut a promo on us? That was weird. Or on you specifically, Adam. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed. 
Like, what was it? And nerd will born, will born. <laughs> Just say it normally. You have to be weird about it, Vince. Bro. And also, yeah, absolutely, doing record time because he's had two tries at it in WCW and in TNA. So, uh, yeah, if he comes anywhere near AEW, expect people like Michael Sidgwick to run for the hills because yeah. it'll be over before the year is out in my opinion <laughs> anyway let's conclude with today's ad finally i just saw this on squared circle this morning i thought we'd celebrate the anniversary of michael cole and the coal mine it was like 10 years ago over the weekend <laughs> that he had his face smushed against that plexiglass looking like a right knobhead that he is um a funny image not great andy that we had to sit through what a year and a half of awfulness of a heel lead yeah. commentator on Raw and SmackDown and NXT and all that. God, it was dreadful and he didn't even get the satisfactory payoff at bloody WrestleMania. What were they thinking? Man? Yeah, it was all it was all very, very bad. What's even worse is that Michael Cole didn't even bring back the frosted tips for this oh. week's retro SmackDown. What are you doing, you silly man? Give the people what they want or get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section down below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to what culture wrestling on either itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast from the daily boys sitting down to preview monday night raw a little bit later on today plus you can let us know your thoughts and twitter questions on twitter at what culture wwe watch there follow both of us you can follow andy murray at at Andy H. Murray, the H today stands for happy engagement to Gangrel, man, the legend, getting married. Awesome stuff. Wait, uh, are, are, some... Have our invites arrived at the office yet? Uh, there's a big parcel waiting through the house. I'll, I'll open that up and see what we got. I'm sure it's fanging and banging 25 8. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Gangrel. Uh, tweet him, let him know how happy yeah. you are for the, for the legend's big news. There we go. Yes. Congratulations. We love love here at What Culture. Well done. Congratulations, Gangrel. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for watching, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.